Captain's Fog, cloudpussy.com. I'm Captain Britain. And I'm Governor Pat. These are the voyages of the starship USS BBL, our ongoing mission. To explore new Trek episodes, to seek out old Trek, both cringe and based, and to boldly go into a cloud to score. Podcast is here. One half vegan, one half queer. A hundred percent communist. Unless we have a less leftist guest, Patrick and Britain talking, joking, farting, and shitting all about Star Trek. Trek the podcast is here, so listen to Soy Trek right in your ears. Hey, welcome to the bridge. I'm Captain Britain. And I'm Pat. Podcast is Soy Trek, the Star Trek podcast where two Trekkies ask themselves, hey, what that space cloud does he do? Mm. Mm, I want to know. Yeah, that's one. They don't never, they never see, uh, expect its genitals, which I think is. The problem. <laughs> problem. <laughs> I mean, as we know from modern conservatives and yeah. uh, their place in schools, the first thing you do with any being is check their genitals. Yeah, they did. They did a. They basically did the uh, magic school bus thing. They went inside. They went inside the, the redheaded kid, <laughs> <laughs> Ralphie. <laughs> Ralphie. <laughs> but the cloud is red, so. So what you're saying is it's Irish, obviously. <laughs> yeah, it's Scots Irish. Irish. Yeah, it's Scotch Irish, and they went inside his body. <laughs> And played around. Yeah, and Scotty's like, oh, looks just like my mother's insides. <laughs> uh, somehow Scotty was just like Craig Ferguson there yeah. <laughs> before he got sober. I don't know how that worked out. Um, anyway, um, we have ads now, as you may have noticed. Do you not want ads, Soyagers? Well, for as little as $2 a month, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash BS. And not only get ad-free episodes, but you also get them all at once in high-quality stereo. And you don't have to wait for them to trickle out over the week like everyone else. Those fucking Philistines. My God. Disgust me. Kill yourself. Don't. (laughs) Don't, don't, don't. Don't, don't. Uh, Also, (laughs) if you're super cool and pay us $5 or more a month, we mention your beautiful name and say thank you to lovely people just like Dan Morrison, Dylan Lance, Ian Killia, Jonah Hearn, Jordan Hale, Shane Sawyer, Nick Savard, David Craning Sites, Adam Zendel, Cappies, Emma Glavish, and Electric Baphomet. All of whom are cool as hell and deserve maybe a little spank consensually. Oh, shit. So if you're in a position to give them a nice little consensual pat on the butt... You should do that. Hmm. Do it. Do it. Also, if you give us $10 a month, you get full access to my Plex server, The Media Dungeon, which has 15,000 films. There's almost 500 shows updated daily with brand new stuff, just like Star Trek, The New Voyages Phase 2. You ever heard of that? No. What is that? It was like a fan attempt, like maybe 10 years ago or something, to make, to like continue TOS. With, like, mm-hmm. the exact same characters. 
Okay. I watched a little bit of it. It's all right. And it's all fan people? Uh-huh. Oh. So it's like the, the people playing um, Shatner and uh, um, Spock, are they? They're okay. They're, they, they're acceptable. <laughs> they're acceptable? All right. Acceptable. Is that like the, the, the one we watched briefly of the um, – of the uh, the continuing adventures of Chakotay and Harry Kim, and uh, it's not that on the, good on the USS Fauci. We're, yeah, where, <laughs> where it looks like both of them have like advanced diabetes. <laughs> yeah, it's not that good. Oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, so we also have um, just got the Fall of Eagles, a BBC miniseries where Patrick Stewart plays Vladimir Lenin. Oh, sick! Yeah. I always want to watch that. Yeah, it's all up on my server and. All ten seasons of the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Hmm. Bunch of those. So if you want to get on on that, fucking get in on that, baby. Yeah. Uh, once again, that's patreon.com slash dumbidiotbs. Uh, once again, that's dumbidiot and the letters BS, which uh, stand for bullshit. You know what else they stand for? Hmm. Bruce Springsteen, the boss, baby. Bullshit. It's not a coincidence. You are a big Bruce Springsteen fan. No. <laughs> you are wearing blue jeans right now and shuffling around in front of the American flag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, and my sax player is hanging out right in the corner, ready to blow a sax solo. Yeah. He's going to blow something by the end of the night. Yes, he's a male prostitute. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, what what did we get into this week, uh, Patrick, besides a male prostitute? Uh, it was... Season 1, Episode 3 of Star Trek, the Animated Series. Why you gotta go and make Trek so animated? See, this is where you're drawn out, T.O.S. Makes me frustrated. Well, at least they got Kirk and got Spark and got Bones and the rest of the cast. So at least there is that. Honestly, promise me Jim won't fuck the cation. She's a cat. Yeah, we both got the meow. Yeah, and yeah. stereo there. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, yeah, so this week uh, we went ahead and um, watched uh, uh, TAS again. We're going to just watch all of TAS. Yeah. Which, again, pleasantly surprised how good it is. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, it was something I never really, I never sought out. No, like, me neither. I was just like, it's probably I've bad. Watched, you know, I've gotten high and watched a handful of episodes here and there, but <laughs> I, I actually remember them all being worse than the three we've watched in a row. Yeah, I guess you watched all the ones from the second season. Uh, yeah, I watched a few of them, and yeah. all the ones from the second season are dog shit. Yeah, like we, yeah, we did review that one before deciding to do this, and it was pretty bad. Woof! Like the animation was was like the animation on this one actually wasn't bad. No, like it was it was fine. It was serviceable. Mm. Like, yeah. but that one that we watched from season two was like like someone had just given up like, yeah like yeah. someone someone was just like doing the bare minimum just mm-hmm. showing up and just being like i hate my life i hate this job and uh, i'm gonna just do it anyway <laughs> um i mean yeah that's what all people should do under capitalism yeah that's true yeah hate your job and barely do it <laughs> this is 1970s so he's probably like being able to buy a house though that's true <laughs> yeah he could he could put his family through college yeah you know, just, <laughs> on, just, on, just calling it in every day on the uh, on his uh on a slapping the cells together budget <laughs> uh, job yeah yeah so um 
We watched uh, episode three, season one. Uh, one of our planets is missing. Mm, that's, yeah, that's what All right. uh, this one was released on the 22nd of September, 1973. Hmm. Long time ago. Uh, yeah. This one was written by Mark Daniels, who before this uh, directed 15 episodes of the original series. Oh, really? Including The Menagerie, part one and two. Oh, cool. Naked Time. And Mirror mm. Mirror. So a bunch of classic. Oh, yeah. Track. Yeah. 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 Um, that would explain, yeah, like everything does work very well in this episode. It does, but it's weird uh, because uh, Mark Daniels never wrote anything before this. He was just mm. a director. Oh, and interesting. So, so, yeah, this is like his, his first writing credit. And he, I think he not, pretty much knocks it out of the park. Yeah. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Um, and then uh, this one was uh, directed once again by Hal Sutherland, who directed the entire first season of the mm, show. Yeah. And then left. So, we open on a captain's log. Going to burp there a bunch. More. Great. Okay. So, captain's log, stardate 5371.3. A huge cosmic cloud has been reported moving into the outer fringe of our galaxy. Nothing like it has ever been seen before. Starfleet Command has sent the USS Enterprise to investigate as we are the only vessel in the vicinity of the phenomenon. Our present position is in the Palace 14 system, which contains Mantilis, the most remote inhabited planet in the entire Federation. Mantilis. Mantilis. So on the bridge, Sulu reports that they're about to intercept the cloud near the planet of Alondra. Spock reports that they're approaching the cloud, which is irregular in shape and some 800,000 kilometers across. Like my dick. <laughs> Uh, Lieutenant Eriks, who's a weird ET-looking motherfucker, notes as big as Saturn, Neptune, and Jupiter put together, even though he's clearly not from our solar system. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, that's a weird reference to make, guy. Like, you could just say, like, I mean, we all know how big kilometers are. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, yeah. All these people work on a goddamn starship. You don't have to give them a point of reference. Yeah. Yeah, like... Well, maybe he was like, you know, okay, oh, they're all from Earth. I have to put it in Earth terms. Yeah, these fucking Philistine idiots. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like it's like three three Jupiters. You remember <laughs> Jupiter, you fucking dunces? Yeah, he says kilometers, and they're all just staring at him with blank expressions. It's like, it's as big as three Saturns. Yeah, it's like... Uh, three Jupiters or yeah, whatever. 800,000 kilometers across, and they're like, duh. And he's like, I don't know, like... Is that a lot? I can't remember. I don't. Maybe like half a million miles. I don't know, guys. Like, <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, miles. Yeah, miles. okay, miles. Uh, miles O'Brien. Wait, how okay. many football stadiums is it? <laughs> <laughs> can you can you convert that to football stadiums, please? Yeah. How how fast can a Tesla travel that? I don't... <laughs> um. So the cloud comes in onto the view screen, and Spock notes that it's a weird combination of matter and energy. Uh, suddenly it engulfs the planet that they're in front of, and the planet completely disappears from the sensors. Then it starts to grow smaller, which I don't understand how it can disappear from the sensors, and then they can sense it growing smaller. Yeah, that's weird. <clears throat> it didn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, that, 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 <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, because they don't really, like, yeah, sense it again mm -hmm. until later, but yeah, yeah. it's just like, hmm, yeah. interesting. So um, Kirk asks if the cloud can consume planets. And Spock confirms that this is, in fact, possible. Now the cloud begins changing course, moving directly towards Mantides, the nearby inhabited planet with 83 million people on the planet. Damn. Kirk fears 
If the cloud makes it, that Mentilles will be wiped out. Yeah. It is interesting, yeah, like, um, it's kind of like a Gal- like Galactus from the Marvel stuff. I love Galactus. Yeah. From fucking, like, Silver Surfer and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, like, a Galactus-type villain in Star Trek would be awesome. Well, it is interesting. I think in one of the recent movies, I can't remember which one, they turned Galactus into a cloud. Like, because mm. they didn't want... Because I guess, like... Um, oh, in one of the recent Marvel movies or something? Yeah, or? I think from a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't see it, but I I heard the whole thing. Like, yeah, like, I guess because obviously, like, in a modern film, like, it would be weird to have just... A like, statue a, going through space, <laughs> just eating like a, yeah, planets. a giant dude eating planets. So instead of, no, like, that rules. That's yeah. why it's so cool. <laughs> yeah. It's like... Just this giant dude who doesn't move at all except for his mouth. Yeah. And he's like, have you watched the uh, the Silver Surfer original series? Yeah, yeah. It's so good. It is really it's really good. It's one of the better cartoons out there. I fucking love that shit. So, like, I guess, like, that was that was a step, uh, a bridge too far to cross, so they made it into a uh, a, a giant world-eating cloud. Just a big old fart. Yeah, just a big old fart. Big old just, fart. just like uh, what we have here. Nice. We get, a, yeah, the, the, the hungry fart. Hungry fart. <laughs> it's a hungry fart, folks. We love it. So uh, next we get another captain's log. Captain's log, supplemental. At warp eight, we will intercept the cloud before it reaches the inhabited planet Mantides. But we are uncertain what we can do to stop a matter energy cloud, which measures thousands of times more than our vessel. So back on the bridge, Bones pleads that if the cloud makes it to Mantides, perhaps millions will die. Spock fears that if the cloud simply consumes the matter of a planet, it will eat people just as an amoeba eats food. Spock says it could be a threat to every planet in their galaxy. So, does it, has, does it have gravity? Does it have mass? Like, it has mass, I'm presuming, so I'm wondering if it... That's a good question. I mean, it's a, yeah. it's a cloud, and so I... But I it, th- then it also has, like, I mean, we'll get to later, like, like, well, like solid bits. That's true. It does have solid bits. Yeah. Yeah, but they don't really talk about if the, the, the solid bits are, like, nebulous and can move. But, I th- yeah, I think it does have some sort of mass, I think. Mm. Uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll get more into that yeah. as we get more into the cloud itself. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> so, uh, Kirk asks Bones for an expert psychological opinion. Do they dare tell the people of Mantilles that their planet is about to get eaten? Yes, obviously. So, so I don't understand how this is a, a, a psychological opinion. I think this is more of like an ethical matter at this point. Like, yeah, you tell the people who are all about to die that they're about to die. Like, why wouldn't you? Yeah. It's super fucking weird to just like abandon them and let them all die. It's a Federation planet. Yeah. Yeah, what like, the fuck <clears throat> what kind of question is that? Like, and Jim? if not, and if not, like you know, by their own means, like their own ships that they have, like fucking warp there and start taking people off. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like there is some like tra- transporting as many people as you can, or taking like you know, do whatever you can to get. You have three hours. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it is eighty-three million people, so I mean, mm-hmm. it is hard, but oh, it's hard already. Do right. something, but mm-hmm. I mean, they, I guess they, they try to. Do something with the cloud. I guess. <clears throat> so Bones asks how much time they have, and they only have about four hours. Bones says it's certain there'd be a planet-wide panic. Spock says notifying them may save some lives. Bones asks who the governor of Mantilles is, and it's Bob Wesley, 
former captain of the USS Lexington, uh, who was featured on the TOS episode uh, 2.24, The Ultimate Computer. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, who has left Starship uh, to be the governor of this planet. Bef- uh, Bones urges him to tell the governor. So he does. Opens up a channel. Yeah. It's like, are you crazy, Jim? Tell the fucking assholes. Yeah. So, um, don't, but don't tell the Vulcans. <laughs> <laughs> As they near the planet, Spock says he's getting unusual readings on the chemical identity sensors of elements unknown. Mm. Likely from outside of their galaxy. Suddenly, the cloud comes towards the Enterprise and envelops them. And this is actually pretty funny. The cloud like circles around them and like pulls them in, mm-hmm. and it's it's very funny. It's like a big old big old pussy eating in the <laughs> Enterprise. It's fun. Um, they try to fight their way out, but the cloud brings them deeper inside and simply absorbs their phaser energy when they try to fire at it. They're fully enveloped and are now floating inside the cloud. Uhura reports that the ship was shaken, but with no structural damage at all. Suddenly, some objects appear off the bow and aft, and Spock analyzes them and says they're charged gaseous antimatter, and they're like little white floaty things. I think it's cum. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's definitely cum. Uh, Scotty calls... Or just kidney stones. (laughs) Yeah, just (laughs) gallstones, kidney stones. Uh, it's like, I'm in so much pain. <laughs> oh, my fucking dick. It feels like I'm pissing razor blades <laughs> over here. Uh, Scotty calls and tells Kirk that the energy drain is too much to hold the shields for much longer. Kirk has them fire an antimatter charge at the objects, and it doesn't have much effect. So he has them double the charge, and it breaks up the object, destroying the cum. All or the, the kidney stones. Yeah, the kidney cums. Yeah, the kidney cum. <laughs> yeah, the, the cum stones. <laughs> the cum stones. Cumney stones. <laughs> Cumney Kardashian. Um, so, <clears throat> um, chuckles. You mean the cum emeralds? Yes. <laughs> Sp- so Spock has a theory: the cloud in which they are trapped is a living thing. It's alive. It's alive! Yeah, uh, which is a pretty fun reveal. I don't know, how about this? Oh, yeah, perfect. Uh, yeah, it's alive, that. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Didn't mean to do that twice. Um, <clears throat> so Spock has a... Th- no, I already got that. Uh, the components of the cloud are similar to that of a biological organism when scanned. Bones sees some similarities, but thinks it's more important to get them the fuck out of there. Yes. <laughs> since the objects inside are acting like enzymes. And if the shields don't hold, they'll begin to break down the Enterprise like they're white blood cells. Mm. Spock agrees, since the mass of the planet that was enveloped earlier keeps growing smaller inside the cloud. Mm. Mm -hmm. So, Ahura now speaks up. Uh, She says the governor of Mantides, Bob Wesley, um... Played by another, none other than James Doohan himself. Scotty. Oh. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> did, you, did you find out who Eric was played by? No, I don't care. Oh. Fuck, fuck that guy. <laughs> that, that three-arm <laughs> freak? Yeah. Fuck him. Um, <laughs> so, 
Kirk has the call sent to his room, and it's sent on one of those, like, uh, from the last episode, like the television sets that's just, like, yeah. a big television sweat. Just built square. right into the table, mm-hmm. which, you know, probably make, you know, that sound really cool back then. It's, yeah, but now it looks like dog shit. It true, it true. Um, so Bob Wesley, the governor, says shit's all fucked up. And the only choice they have is to save the children. They can only save 5,000 children out of the 80, 83 million people on the planet, which is pretty <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. That's some real Sophie's Choice shit right there. Oh. Like, James do you, Doohan played Eric as well. Oh, interesting. So do they only choose, like, the hottest children? Or how do they, how do they <laughs> choose, like, what children they get to save? And, like... Do they have any adults with the children, or are they literally setting them up on a fucking, like, um, Lord of the Fly ship? Means testing. Yeah. <laughs> They're just, like, they made them all take a math test. And then the kid's like, ooh, you didn't solve Y equals MX plus B. I'm sorry. You die. <laughs> I should have solved for Y equals MX plus PX. <laughs> move to Bremerton. I'll move to Bremerton. <laughs> You used to live in Bremerton. I did. How do you feel about MXPX? I, actually, I never listened to them. Um, my friend, when I uh, when I told her I was moving um, to Washington State, and she was like, oh, where at? And I'm like, uh, Bremerton? Have you heard of it? And she's like, yeah. Like, move to Bremerton. And I'm like, what, what is that a song? She's like, you don't know that song? And she played it for me. Mm-hmm. And I instantly was filled with regret, and I should not <laughs> I should not move there. Well, you she was right. Well, you should have listened to uh, Bremelos by... Um Sir Mix a lot. Yeah, I heard about Bremelos after I moved there too. Like I was like, wow, this place is inspires so much music, and it just seemed to have just a bunch of like Nazis. <laughs> like there's like yeah, there was like a like a like a like a bar that just had like Nazi bands and shit. Cool. Yeah, at least the time that I went there, I was like, oh, these are all skinheads. Uh. I mean, not all skinheads are Nazis. Uh, I don't know. They didn't just look, a lot of them. They are. didn't look like the good skinheads. <laughs> that's a that's a bummer. But yeah, yeah, and yeah, Bremerton sucked. Yeah, I yeah, I could have told you that. <laughs> yeah. But you didn't ask me before you moved here because we didn't know each we other. We didn't know each <laughs> other. Well, maybe I'll go. I'll I'll uh, I'll go back in time and be like, ask Britt how Bremerton is. <laughs> yeah. Well, you wouldn't you wouldn't go back and like uh, help Picard deal with his mother's suicide. Uh maybe I'd do that too. I guess that'd be forward from now. Yeah. 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 Or you wouldn't like. I would, yeah. You wouldn't go back in I would time go back and jerk future, off your dad. Back, back to the future. <laughs> <laughs> going back in time. Can, can, we, can we just call that whole concept of going back in time to jerk off your dad and put his cum in your dick so you can impregnate your mom with yourself? Can we just call that Jack to the future? Yes. Yeah, okay. Jack to the future. Yeah, because jacking off your dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and also do make a Jack Crusher. Ooh. Good yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. yeah, good point. <laughs> so um, back on the bridge, Kirk says that they have three hours and change left. Uh, he asks for ideas. Spock says that the cloud seems to need food, uh, like a huge bull grazing in the pasture of the universe, <laughs> which I was like, <laughs> dude, Spock, what are you on, man? That's the weirdest comparison you could possibly you could just say he needs food. Just like us. Yeah, but he's <laughs> like, like yeah. you, you know your earth animal, the bull. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, and? <laughs> like, you know how it eats? Yeah, yeah, Spock, everything eats. <laughs> well, this cloud <laughs> is much like the 
the bull, the North American bull even. Dude, Spock, what the fuck are you talking about? Spock, you eat. You eat. we just we all just had lunch together. Like, why are you gonna just said it needs like all of us? Like why why the bull? What why are you so interested in this bull all of a sudden? Like like a bull, it's just got these balls that are so full of cum and like you just touch that penis and you know, just oh it'll, it'll come in sec. You know, like uh, you ever seen? Have you ever seen uh, Captain? Have you ever seen Freddy Got Fingered? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen the Earth movie? Um, Freddy Got Fingered. I'm a farmer, Daddy. <laughs> Look at me, Daddy. I'm a farmer. No, Kingpin. Have you ever seen the Earth movie Kingpin? Is there a is there a bull coming in that? Yeah. I don't remember. You remember that, that when, like, no, um, I don't remember that movie. It was when, dumb. When, Isn't that a Fairly Brothers yeah. movie? Woody Harrelson is just like, oh, did the milking? Uh, it took a while, but I got it all. And he just chugs, oh, he chugs the bucket, and they're like, we have no cows, only bull. And then like, <laughs> he's just like, I'm gonna go brush my teeth. <laughs> the Fairly Brothers are so bad at cum jokes. Yeah. Is that just, and the cum in the hairs? But it's, but it's funny, like, like imagine that. He couldn't recognize that that was a penis that he was jerking off. Yeah, for the entire time. <laughs> the entire time. It just it keeps on jerking off a bowl, and the bowl is fine with it. Yeah. Just getting jerked off into a bucket over and over, which is also Odo's origin story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bucket full of bowl come with sentience. Um, so, yeah, bowl grazing in the pasture of the universe. That's 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 a good one. So Bones postulates uh, that it breaks up things into smaller pieces in order to digest it easier, like cutting up food. <laughs> yeah. it's, or, like, it's like a bull. Like it eats and yeah. then digests food. And then, and then Bones says, uh, like cutting up food or cocaine with a credit card. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Bones asks Kirk uh, if he's ever tried to snort a full rock of cocaine without breaking it up. And obviously Kirk hasn't, but uh, mm -hmm. Bones goes on to tell him a story from the 2250s when he got pure uncut cocaine and he actually tried to just snort the whole thing. And he got a rock stuck up his nose that he thought was a booger, but it wasn't. And it just kept him perpetually high on cocaine for <laughs> weeks. And that's actually the time that they encounter each other at the, uh, the beginning of um, uh, was a Star Trek The Motion Picture mm. where he comes in in the disco outfit and everything. Yeah, yeah. He's just coming down off that kokai, which is why he's so incredibly depressed. And also why he's so he's so incredibly dripped out. Yeah, he's, like he yeah just, oh, he's incredibly dripped cause out. Because his, his, his whole fashion sense has been inspired by that by that rock of cocaine right but <laughs> but at the same time like he's he's been hanging with with a bunch of uh, coke sluts right and uh he's been so coked up though because of the the rock that's been stuck in his nose he's been able to get hard but he hasn't been able to come oh and so that is actually a subplot that they remove from star trek the motion picture that's a true gift of the magi yeah yeah <laughs> his, his bones mccoy keeps on trying to go to the bathroom uh, or the sonic shower in order to rub one out, but things keep on happening, and so that's why he seems so grumpy the entire film. God damn it, my urethra's as tight as a drum. Nothing's coming out of this. <laughs> oh, my balls are so blue, it feels like someone punched them with a boxing glove. Fuck! <laughs> Gonna put a chopstick down there, probably widen the whole thing. <laughs> Just, I need a wire purchase for it to come out. There's too much. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Goddamn Vulcan did this to me. <laughs> so, um, 
Uh, Kirk has uh, the cloud mapped out, and it seems to have some sort of anatomy. Mm. Uh, Kirk notices that uh, the mouth from which they entered is seemingly closed, but there's another opening. The butthole. <laughs> yeah. The space butthole. Yeah, they never really say it outright. It's like, what other thing could it be? Yeah, but he does... <laughs> he, so it could be a urethra, too. Oh, that's true. <laughs> and yeah, and Bones like, oh, we should stick a space chopstick up it. I bet, I bet it'll <laughs> like that. <laughs> Wind that all up. Believe me, Jim, I know. <laughs> you, you, ever, you ever get high on a single rock of cocaine for months? <laughs> Yeah, you ever spend your entire life out in space and never fucking come, Jim? I couldn't piss for a goddamn month. My kidneys are fucked. God damn it! They're all just blocked up with old dried cum. The kidneys are my kidneys are swimming in my eyeballs. <laughs> so, um, uh, Kirk says, uh, "Let's fly out of uh, let's fly out of its urethra or get blown out of its asshole." <laughs> Which wouldn't be more prefer- preferable to you? Um, hmm. so it depends on what it eats, I guess. Since it's eating mm. a planet, I'm guessing its poop isn't that like. Well, I mean, I guess it's super stinky because it's got all like the core elements in there, mm. like sulfur and stuff like that. That's so true. I'm gonna say the urethra because it, it doesn't say what it drinks. If mm. it does drink anything, it might just have a sexual penis. Mm. And it might be like a bird where it both defecates and urinates out of the, same, the same hole. hole. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, most people don't know that that like uh, when a bird poops, the white part is actually like the urine waste, mm-hmm. and then the dark part is like the poo poo. Yeah, man, I, God, I wish it were me. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I wish I could just like, I wish I could just like be flying over someone's car and be like, I'm gonna do all my business right, right now, now. <laughs> and just like <laughs> boop, done for the day. Mm-hmm. That would rock. No wiping, nothing. Nothing. God, you're truly free. <laughs> it's uh, like in um, you don't have to live by society's rules. Yeah, it, only, like, only the way of the bird. Like in um, what do you call uh, Forrest Gump? God, make me a bird so I could take one shit a day and never have to wipe my stinky asshole. <laughs> Janae, you didn't wipe your asshole. Janae, you got a stinky ass. I love this edit. Yes. (laughs) You got the runs, Forrest, the runs. Stripping down your leg. The pee and the poop. (laughs) Just shooting out. It's shooting out of the same hole. Excuse me, Mr. Prison. Can I have another Dr. Pooper? (laughs) You know, life is like a box of chocolates. Brown. (laughs) Surrounded by pee. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> it comes out the same. It comes out. <laughs> why, why, why is a box of chocolate surrounded by pee? <laughs> how, how is life like a box of chocolates surrounded by pee? Because <laughs> it comes out brown, but it's what, surrounded by pee. What chocolates have you been eating, Patrick? To where when you get them, they're surrounded by urine. Look, not all of us. I mean, I personally find my chocolates on the side of the road, usually in a dumpster. Usually in a urine puddle in a dumpster. <laughs> usually in a urine in puddle fact, in a dumpster. In fact, I no longer eat milk chocolate or dark chocolate. I only eat chocolate that is found in a urine puddle in a dumpster. <laughs> 
tastes better that's, that way. It's the only fair trade chocolate. You no, know, it's kind of like you know one of those weird tastes that tastes good. You know, it's like like fresh cracked black pepper on ice cream mm-hmm. or something like that. You know, it's just like it's like a taste that you know fried green tomatoes covered in maple syrup. It's yeah. like that's that stuff's good, and it's like something you would never think would go together, and it's yeah. just like same. Oh, how about um. Uh, Shit covered in piss. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a classic combo. Hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> as classic as peanut butter and jelly. Oh yeah, and usually it is peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mine's jelly gelatinous as well. <laughs> I should probably uh, stop drinking so much bone broth. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all those delicious Pepsi Zero sugars. <laughs> Now it's ten times more gelatin. Yeah. I mean, the, sh- the shit does like taste thick. It does, yeah. It like, does. like I wouldn't be surprised if my urine is thicker. I drink so much of this. It's the same color as Pepsi. <laughs> it's not diluted or processed in any way in your system. Yo, girl, you ever suck a dick that has urine the same uh, viscosity as synthetic motor oil? <laughs> Can you drive me to the hospital, please? <laughs> or, or the Jiffy Lube. <laughs> the Jiffy Lube. They, can, they can just uh, stick a chopstick up there and loosen it up a little. Loosen it up. It's like putting the, putting the knife in the ketchup bottle. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> <just> like, <laughs> yeah. But really, we all know. You gotta, you gotta like hit the dick on the on the fifty seven. That's no, what it makes. That's that's the actual secret. No, no, no. What you what you gotta do? The way I do it is I go there, and if the ketchup's not coming out of the bottle, open it up and uh, <laughs> stick it there, and just stick your tongue in. And <laughs> yeah, just li- lick that thing until you loosen it up. Mm-hmm. I mean, how how do you loosen up any hole in life? That's true. The tongue. The tongue. Tongue punch it. Yeah. Tongue punch. Tongue punch it till it flows, baby. <laughs> that's what I always say. <laughs> Same with siphoning gas. You know? <laughs> yeah, just tongue punch those until. <laughs> Imagine like you just come up on a guy, and he's got a hose in your gas tank, and he's just eating the the hose's pussy. <laughs> You're like, what? What are you doing? He's like, oh fuck! There's a flash flashlight at the end of it. <laughs> just, what does it look like? I'm doing asshole. <laughs> Excuse me, could I have some fucking privacy here, oh, bud? My apologies. <laughs> Just let me know when you're done. Yeah. Maybe, maybe honk the horn or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, Kirk actually says, literally, and this is not a joke, he wants to give the cloud ind- enough indigestion to have their ship turned away. He literally says that. Mm-hmm. Which, if you break that down, Kirk says um, he wants to have the Enterprise diarrheaed right out of this cloud's asshole. Yes. Pretty cool. Yeah, I wish I wish I had a boss that would say something like that <laughs> once in a while, you know. Yeah, they could just like release the prune juice, like like released all the prune juice they like, had on the. Phone. I I, I want to come into work and I want my boss to say, "Hey, welcome to work. Um, we need to have the starship diarrheaed out of this cloud's asshole." So we need to give a giant alien cloud <laughs> diarrhea. What, what what thoughts do you have on that? You know the. the there you go. That's there a that's a thought. Go. Yeah, do do whatever you're doing there, <laughs> or whatever you put in your system to get that going. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, if you're gonna open up a workplace discussion, at least make it about like you know filling up a cloud ussy or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so, some uh, shit hits the Enterprise. I think it's come though, uh, and suddenly they're in a place that Bones compares to the small intestine. 
which uh, he's very familiar with since that's where he puts his dick. (laughs) (laughs) Reaches all the way up there. Isn't the the small intestine miles long? Yes. Miles (laughs) O'Brien. Miles O'Brien long. Um, So... He's not going to be born for another 60 years, but I'm going to fuck him when he is. Uh, so, um, Bones notes that uh, the spikes surrounding them are like the small intestines. Vili, Vili? Vilia. Vilia, thank you. Yeah. I spelled it wrong. I spelled it v- Vil. Milli Vanilli. Yeah, v- Milli Vanilli. <laughs> thank you. Um, French Vanilla. Millie French Vanilla. I hate all that. Um, <laughs> so suddenly one of the antimatter <laughs> particles floating around touches the villi, uh, villia, sorry, and explodes, rocking the Enterprise. Um, I like how, I like this, this, this cloud's form of dig- digestion where it just like makes things explode in its large and small intestine. I wish I could do that with, like, the fucking chicken I ate last night. <laughs> yeah. It'd be so much better than, like, the the very, um, how do I put this, uh, uh, t- t- too liquid shit that I say. <laughs> too liquid for you. Oh, uh, maybe, th- maybe that's, maybe that's actually, that is what happened, and that's why it's liquid, because, like, it exploded inside your large intestine. Th- you, small know, intestine. That you might be onto something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the Enterprise floats through the cra- cloud, and holy shit, uh, this animation is terrible. The transparency <laughs> is fucking filthy. Yeah. It, like, has, like, like what looks like salt stains or, like, semen stains on it. <laughs> it's, like, cloudy white. It's weird. Yeah, and, and that is, like, yeah, like the, the, like the white, you know, stone things that they came at them earlier. They were, like, also semi-transparent. Mm-hmm. Like, even though they're solid objects, and yeah, I mean, well, I mean, it's cum. It's true. It's like cum, cum is semi. But I think like, it, I think it was just like the. It's opaque. I think it was just like lazy animation. <laughs> just this, just they just ped piled a bunch of cells on top of each other, and some and uh and uh and some of the transparency worked through because there are so many on top of them. Another <laughs> something, but it was it was you know it was just it's just, just like you know little little things you notice. You know, and then now that it's transferred to high definition, whereas <laughs> before, when this people, ki- you know, kids at home were watching this episode in 1973, this probably looked like so fucking sick. Yeah, it did. <laughs> I bet it did. But now, uh, now that we live in the future, it looks like uh, fucking dog shit. Yeah. Um, so, Kirk goes down to engineering to check in with Scotty, and he has an idea. Since the uh, Vilia are antimatter. If they could get one and put it in the warp engine, it would power them up to maximum. Kirk says that they need both matter and antimatter filled, and Scotty says, hey, that's no problem. They'll beam chunks of the planet for matter in the core, and then chunks of the uh, vilia for antimatter. His whole plan actually seems to make pretty good sense. Yeah, that would have been funny if he was like, don't worry, Captain. I've got a plan for that. And he starts leading Bones into, into the matter chamber. <laughs> and he's like, what are we going? Where are we going? And, sh- and they shut the door. And he's like, just like, gets dissolved into the engines. <laughs> he's like, oh, sweet release. Sweet release. Thank you. <laughs> oh. Oh. Time to go to the big coke line in the sky. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um. 
so back on the bridge, Spock reports that the cloud is only 42 minutes away from Mantitis. And they've ascertained that the cloud does in fact have a brain. Something deduced from the fact that it sought food by diverting from one planet to another. Uh, Kirk asks where the brain might be. And Spock reports that the top of the core of its form has increased electrical activity. And Bone says that's probably the brain, since the brain's main function is routing electricity, which was all, all pretty good scientific talk, yeah. I thought. It was, it was pretty good. Also, it's like, you know, it is like an alien entity. Like, there's no, there's no guarantee that it's... Uh, physical processes are the same as a human's. Yeah. Like, that's the only thing. I was just like, eh, you know. Yeah, like, that'd be great if, like, it was just a ton of electricity because, like, this species has a super electric butthole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that must be the brain because of the electrolyte activity. And they go there and it's just like... Oh, it might be that button right there. And it's just the prostate and they press it. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, just a giant cloud of cum covers a galaxy. <laughs> just envelops a planet and just <laughs> soaks it. Um, so <clears throat> Kirk says they need to reach the brain and destroy it with photon torpedoes before it gets to Mantides. Spock begins to protest. As Starfleet doesn't like it when you kill intelligent life forms. Kirk says he knows the rules, but they don't know if it's intelligent. But what they do know is the people of Mantilles, who they know are intelligent, are doomed if they don't or if they do let this thing just swallow it up. He says if yeah, he it's has like the, that's the train tr tr trolley problem. Yeah, yeah, mm. it's it's Sophie's choice. Yeah, Sophie's choice. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Kirk says if he has to be a judge, he decides in favor of saving man titties. So next we get a captain's log. Captain's log, start date five three seven two point oh. Spock and Ahura are using our sensors to prepare a detailed chart, so we may determine targets for our photon torpedoes. So, feeling very unsure about his decisions, Kirk asks, Am I doing the right thing, Bones? Once I said that man rose above primitiveness by vowing, I will not kill today. Uh, and then Bones replies, Well, you can't let this thing destroy 80 million lives either, Jim! <laughs> Uh, Spock tells them the brain is so vast that the Enterprise's entire complement of armaments may not guarantee its destruction. He determines that they would have to destroy the Enterprise itself and direct the explosion at the cerebral cortex. Uh, Bones is like, Sounds like you're telling us to blow up the fucking ship! <laughs> and Spock's like, yeah. Um... So Kirk confirms all this information with Spock and just very nonchalantly calls down to engineering and he's <laughs> like, uh, uh, Mr. Scott, prepare the ship for self-destruct. And Mr. Scott's like, aye, Captain! Yeah. Like, excitedly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just like, okay, yeah, yeah no problem. Yeah. So, cool. Yeah, we're all gonna die. Fine. Yeah, like, <laughs> Fucking radical, Captain! Sounds like a good plan! <laughs> um, so... Uh, Spock uh, tries to establish contact with a creature. 
The governor calls again, and he's fucking sad. This dude is just beat, man. He's mm-hmm. got a rough gig here. He says that there was a panic at first, no kidding, but the people soon accepted their fate and chose to use their efforts to help save just 5,000 children out of 82 million people. So was there only 5,000 children out of those 82 million people? or was No, it, no, they, they had a Sophie's choice. They, they only took, that's what I'm saying, they only let the hottest kids go to space. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like... Uh, they're just like, uh, find all the child models, put them on a ship. All the other ones, uh, we don't care. Find all the John Benet Ramseys of this planet. <laughs> yeah, all the John Benet Ramseys and like uh, Corey Feldman. We're, go- we're, go- we're, gonna- we're-, we're not going to have the same thing happen again. This John Benet Ramseys will Oh my God. But John. <laughs> but they accidentally put her brother on the ship. <laughs> Wait a minute. Where's her brother? Where's her brother? No! <laughs> um, so he. Uh, he says they can see the cloud approaching. Kirk asks if there's any way Spock might be able to do a mind touch with the cloud. And he actually says mind touch, which is weird. Yeah. Uh, Spock says if he could reach out with his mind, um, they might be able to reinterpret the creature's synapses through the computer and understand its thought. Kirk orders him to do it through the library computer. They talk about the library computer like twice in this episode. And yeah. each time I was like... Why would they have a dedicated library computer system in the future? That's wild. Very yeah. outdated. So, yeah, I mean, there's back then they just had like large ass computers for different processes. Like, like That's use true. the adding computer. Yeah. Use the pornography computer. <laughs> <laughs> no, Uh-oh. give me porn, bitch. No. <laughs> don't don't bring up pornography. Yeah. <laughs> or do I? <laughs> <laughs> You know it's audio only, right, Pat? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> just in the middle of the night, I'm just going to hear, yeah, fuck that hole, fuck that hole. Yeah, yeah, you fuck that hole. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's just, Ooh, it's going to be like an erotic uh, audio book. Ooh, I'm into that. Yeah. Ooh, like hopefully one of those like... Um, the Chuck Tingles. Oh, not the, I'm not not even the Chuck Tingles. Like, uh, have you heard of the Come to Bigfoot series? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Big fan. Big fan of Bigfoot. Big fan of Bigfoot. Oh yeah, we love to. We love it. Which strangely, yeah, you think there would be more foot fetishism in a Bigfoot book? You think there would, but yeah. uh, apparently there's not. I no. listened to a QAnon Anonymous podcast about <laughs> it. It's good. Yeah, strangely, strangely, foot fetishes are not attracted to Bigfoot. That's so weird. Well, I mean, it's because he's got he's got ugly feet, though. Is the thing. Oh, they, but they like ugly feet. Not that many. So so actually a thing that I have talked about on our Discord, and I actually promised some people we'll do an episode about it. Uh, we're you going didn't to promise d- them foot pit, feet pics, did you? No, no. We're, we're better <laughs> better than that. Oh, shit. <clears throat> um, maybe in next week or this week, maybe, I don't know, we're going to do a uh, special bonus episode where we just go through the Wicca feet scores of all of the Star Trek actors. Ooh, yeah. I we'll, love Wiki feet. Yeah, yeah. So we'll be, <laughs> I'll be assembling that, and we'll be we'll be discussing Star Trek actors and their feet. Mm. Um, even though I don't think either of us have foot fetishes, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, neither of us have foot fetishes. <laughs> <laughs> Time to put you down, boy. <laughs> Get out of here, foot freak. <laughs> Go on, get. No, we, we don't kink shame on this podcast. No. Except when it comes to foot fitness. No, except if you're doing heterosexual sex. Uh. Boo. No. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> You're canceled, Vader. Yep. Yeah, no, no heterosexual sex. <laughs> so uh, anyway, so um, we get another uh, fucking captain's log here. Mm. Captain's log, star date five three seven two point one. The cloud will reach man titties in seven minutes. Enough for me to come eleven times. That's why they call it Seven Eleven, baby. You know what I'm Hell saying? Open yeah. all night. Open all night. Spock has been working on the mechanics of reaching the cloud's thoughts. I'm one of the cloud's thoughts because we fuck. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, that hoe over there. But I doubt if there's any time left. And even if we do establish contact, can we communicate it with it and persuade it not to kill? So at this point, we get a, a very cringe but also kind of very funny scene here. Mm. It's like a continuous like four or five minutes of Spock sitting in a chair and reaching his arms out going, listen to me, <laughs> listen to me. I am here. I'm another thing. I am here now. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, Neil Breen finished his newest film. He's been screening it. Oh my God. I think it's, I think it's actually a, uh, a sequel or maybe a prequel to Twisted Pair because it's about Kate. I kind of just assume like all the movies are in, take place in the same universe. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't <laughs> no, matter. nothing's gonna make sense. <laughs> yeah. It's it's like we're not gonna you're not gonna gain anything from knowing that like one Neil Breen movie is is connected to the other Neil Breen no, movie. No, no. Like I mean, you could uh, you know do the Charlie Day and have like a full board with all the red string attaching everything, mm -hmm. and it would be completely meaningless. Yes, yeah. it's like you you might as well just like uh, whatever Cade's gonna do, like like. It would have been done by the other Neil Breen character. <laughs> we, we love that. He plays the same person in every single movie. So Spock's going, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. And the cloud goes, what? <laughs> yeah. Why? <Me? laughs> what you want? And it's like uh, the cloud barely speaks English. This does go on for way too long. You know what the cloud almost sounds exactly like mm. is, uh, do you remember in, I'm going to say it's, Tommy boy, hmm. but it could be black sheep. Uh, where fucking um, Chris Farley's knocking on the door. An, those are two other films that are basically the same exact movie. They yeah, could yeah, just right? be like in the same universe by yeah, the same yeah, characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> Chris Farley's like knocking on the door, uh, trying to wake David Spade up and pretending to be the 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 cleaning lady. He's like, "Hello, cleaning lady. You want room cleaned? You want me suck your pee pee?" Like this cloud sounds exactly like that. Spock's like, "Listen to me. Listen to me. I am within you. I am. I am another thing." And the thing's like, "What? <laughs> what? Inside <laughs> me?" Um. So Spock goes on to explain that like. There are other beings besides this thing, and there are many small beings with thoughts just like this thing inside this thing. And then he like uh, does like a mind meld thing with it and shows it some like images of humans and like them enjoying stuff and like children playing and then like a couple people getting chased by a wolf. Yeah, the, the, the people getting chased by the wolf was the most baffling one. It was. It was. It was just like they were just like uh, okay, we need uh, like animation cells that aren't Star Trek of people doing things. And yeah. they're like, how about these two people get about to get eaten by a wolf? Like, I don't know why this was made, but I just got laying around. Fuck it. Put put it in. Put it in the pile. <laughs> or what was the what was the um the animator's name who was obsessed with the cat feet? 
Remember we were talking about that in the first episode? Like the uh, oh, like, like I, I don't remember. Uh, he's like, like he's like, oh, if you need some uh, stock animation, you know, I've just been working on this personal project of mine. <laughs> or, or was he from the Bayou? I can't remember. But he's just like, <laughs> he's like, I got this, I got these here pictures, I got these here photos of, a, of an anthropomorphic cat woman with these big bare feet. <laughs> and I, got, I just got, I just got, I just got her, you know, kind of teasing them, teasing you with, by wiggling her toes a bit. So something that's great is I so, smoke so much weed and just like <laughs> make so many jokes that at this point, like you could tell me that there's a recurring joke on this podcast yeah. that one of us keeps telling. And I just believe you. Yeah. Like people on the discord and shit all the time are like, yeah. And like reference a podcast and make, you know, like reference a joke that I made. And I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds funny. I'm sure. <laughs> this is a funny joke. I use it on the podcast. Like, you did say it on the podcast. Yeah, I'm like, huh. <laughs> well, <laughs> funny me. Funny, funny me. If you say so. Yeah, like the, the amount of jokes I've discovered that are mine and are funny is, is pleasantly surprising. Mm. I'll say that. Yeah. That's the thing. If you smoke enough weed, you get to laugh twice. Hell yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. And if you smoke enough weed, you get to die. <laughs> I've been trying. For you, so you don't many. have to laugh ever again. <laughs> uh, so the creature comes to understand that its food, which is planets, are inhabited by many somethings, so small but alive. But you could literally use this argument for anything. Like the food that we eat is covered in microorganisms mm-hmm. that we may not like recognize, like that you know, because uh, they're autonomy or just like right to live i mean the there is the argument that um agriculture actually does effectively kill more animals by like active food weight than factory farming does because of pesticides and things like that Mm. but and food monocultures and everything else right right but at that point you're making the argument that like you know yeah, bugs are, like, as important as, like, pigs and cows and shit. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I don't. No. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just, like, imagine if, like, you're eating, like, a burger, and then, like, things were, like, you just, in your head. So I was like, no, <laughs> don't eat us. There are many of us that are living inside of you. It's like, I am the burger. <laughs> I am the burger. What, uh, what dude? <laughs> there, there are many of us. Understand. Comprehend. <laughs> Not desire to consume other beings, and like this. So the guy goes vegan, and he's like eating a celery stick. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> you can't eat anything ever again. <laughs> Go lay like, in a field and die. <laughs> it's like, but you can eat one thing, and he just opens up the drawer and looks at a gun. <laughs> he put the gun. The in your last mouth. thing you ever eat. He put the gun in your mouth. No. No, me and all my bullet children, no! <laughs> Please don't eat the gun! I'm a, I'm just a little gunpowder man! Don't do it! No! <laughs> no! Just do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah 
Um, so the creature understands and fucks off the end. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Literally, that's that's it. There's like this whole big thing, and it's like Clouds just like goes away, and it's, uh, Kirk's like, uh, well, that's it. But then, like, they reference in the beginning that it could eat stars. Yeah, po- possibly. Yeah, and yeah. but that's that's funny. Like he's like, oh, I can't eat planets anymore. Oh, there's I don't sense beans on this star. <laughs> <laughs> and just like it just eats a star and like makes a whole solar system go dark and kill and instantly kills everybody by by cold death. He's <laughs> just like, well, but they didn't die by me eating them, <laughs> but they died by ball freezing instantaneously. Too bad for you. <laughs> oh well, time to go eat that star. <laughs> <laughs> yummy, yummy. Um, so at the very end, Kirk asks uh, Spock, "What did you perceive when talking to the, uh, the cloud?" And um, Spock says, "The wonders of the universe, Captain. Incredible, completely incredible." <laughs> the end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you think? That was a good episode. Yeah, I liked it. Like you know, had the ethical you know trolley problem, you know trolley problem where it's like. All right, do we kill this big thing or do we kill like let it kill like all those other people? And and, you know, and then they were like, "Oh, there's a secret." Why not both? (laughs) both? (laughs) There's a secret third option: make this thing go vegan and never, never eat um, living things ever again. Yeah, even though like everything is covered in microorganisms. Yeah. God, vegan space cloud would be at like every house show and be so fucking annoying. (laughs) You know. Don't eat that. Don't drink that beer. <laughs> hey, you ever listen to Hobo Jones? <laughs> Have you seen the movie Earthlings? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard of Harmony Corinne? He's my favorite filmmaker. <laughs> Are those boots cruelty free? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, shut up, vegan cloud. <laughs> yeah, man, vegan cloud sucks. <laughs> Vegan space cloud is such a fucking buzzkill. <laughs> God damn you, vegan space cloud. Yeah. You give vegans a bad name, you piece of shit. <laughs> and then, but this also raises the question: Do we think like this? This uh, living cloud is the nebula that are all in, in Picard's right now. Uh, no, I like your theory that it's the nexus. The oh no, I said. Oh no 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 no! I like the theory that they're all still oh, in the nexus all, yes, yes. from gener- that only Picard is in the nexus, and this is still all an elaborate hallucination. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's 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 my grand theory of everything Star yeah. Star Trek related it's my, after generations. It's my grand biscuit theory. <laughs> mm. Oh, don't eat those grand biscuits! <laughs> <laughs> I'm a biscuit man. You know yeast; it has people in it. I'm just like Fred Durst, a biscuit man. <laughs> a limp biscuit that you come on. <laughs> He's like, don't come on me. Someone's sucking dick. <laughs> no, don't eat that load. <laughs> All of the sperms there are alive. There are many of us inside of these bones. <laughs> Little people. Let the sperms live. Every uh, sperm is sacred. Every sperm is good. Yeah. Every sperm is special in your neighborhood. <laughs> a little, little uh, Monty Python reference there. Mm-hmm. God, fucking space cloud. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> God, I, I love this comic motif. I wish we had 
more time with this. I hope Space Cloud comes back <laughs> yeah. so we can do the, the little person. No! I don't know what's so funny, but just like finding a new object to not want to be consumed. Like I'm smoking weed in the bowl. It's like, no! Don't burn that <laughs> Don't burn that bowl! I know I'm the hideyendo! <laughs> I'm the sweetest of the Chiba. Please. <laughs> There's my children. <laughs> my children. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that rocks. Well, Vegan Space Cloud does have a chance of appearing in in, in this in the the current season of Picard. We're yeah. hoping. I'm clutching my fingers. Yeah, you know, I, I haven't seen any battle jackets or anything, so I kinda doubt it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's not a typical vegan space cloud if it's not wearing any like gutter punk gear or anything like that. That's so, true. Yeah, it's got got like a recipe for like uh, like uh, some tofu scramble just hanging out of its uh, pocket. Oh yeah, they fucking <laughs> they fucking they're like, hey, you want to go to Food Not Bombs? They got free taquitos today, man. <laughs> what? What are you talking about, vegan cloud? Yeah, man, it's only an eleven mile walk over the dude. No, like. Oh, we can't take the car. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, we can't take the bus. The bus driver knows. <laughs> the bus driver knows. <laughs> knows what vegan space cloud. He just knows. He just knows. We have to walk the full 11 miles. <laughs> he caught me masturbating on the bus last time. We're not allowed back on. <laughs> I feel really bad for wasting those sperm. <laughs> I know you can't consume it. It's fine. <laughs> Falling on the floor of the bus. <laughs> we can it's start vegan, a family there. Vegan space cloud. It looks like you're just coming up with weird loopholes to just do this, do your things anyway, and just come up with your justifications. Don't kink shame. <laughs> Don't kink shame. Fucking fascist! Trust me, it's different than eating the sperm <laughs> and just letting them die on the on the floor of the bus. <laughs> on the floor of the bus, they can start a family, <laughs> have a full, beautiful life. <laughs> oh no, they're being eaten by rodents! <laughs> <laughs> Not the Metro Comrades! At <laughs> night, <laughs> it's filled with rats, and they eat all the things that fall off the bus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, we need to stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, is, this, is, this is enough of this. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, well, with with that, soldiers, uh, captain's log supplemental. Thanks a lot. Uh, travel safe. Whatever. Uh, 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 suck a suck a suck a big ding dong. Is uh, don't eat the cum, please. Uh, yeah, yeah. Is uh, <laughs> is um, uh, soy trek rule of acquisition uh, number three says. Uh, don't eat the cum people. <laughs> don't eat the cum people. Yeah, that's that's a lesson for today. All right. Well, thanks for tracking with the soy boys, girls, and ugly beans. Hang dong and shocker. Soy, <laughs> <laughs>